wants to talk about last time? I don't remember what Oh, right, we killed Lissa, sort of. That was when we were on the Pleasure Barge, and we made every bad decision available to us. Um, so we take a ghost onto a Pleasure Barge and allow him to murder-slash-corporeally occupy another person's body. Things didn't go too wrong. Things went pretty wrong. Things went pretty well, actually. Uh, our whole, our <laughs> whole point in doing this is that we decided to pin the murder on Bazo Baz, uh, and Rorik has agreed to do that by testifying as a ghost, uh, as long as we help him get revenge on his actual killer, Lysa or Lissa, or I'm not sure how we decided to pronounce that. Uh, essentially, we caused a panic and possibly a stampede. Um, and everybody knows that we were involved because somebody decided to, instead of just killing a guy, leave him in the communications room alive. I mean, we thought a ghost was going to ravage him to death. It was the right call. Okay. I mean, eventually some ghosts did. Eventually it worked out. So now, now I think our only goal regarding that specific thread is to Get Rorik back in charge of the crows, um, get Rorik to testify on his own deathly behalf that Bazo Baz is the person who needs to go to jail. Um, Yeah, and one major outcome is that our wanted level went up because of the disruption that we caused at the during that event. Yeah. Yeah, Um, Yeah, but it'll go down when Bazo Baz gets arrested. Right. Yeah, so we had a couple of things hanging at the end there. Uh, We still needed to do entanglements, downtime activity, and I have written down here Iskra's special formula. Uh, I think that's because of an advancement you took. Yeah. Okay. Kevin, I'd ask you to come up with a couple of characters for me. Were you able to? Uh, Both of these characters are either uh, someone who works at the Old Smoky, the tavern that Clyra runs uh, there in Crowsfoot. There was also one that was a uh, patron, right? Yep. You want to tell us about it? Do you want me to explain them now? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, you didn't send them my way, so. (laughs) That's true. Oh, they're all up here. Dab's forehead. So there's a bartender who works there named William Billy Weston. Kind of flamboyant bartender, but extremely good at his job. Clara leans on him to, you know, do shifts that, you know, she can't cover. Like, so it's like morning shifts and stuff. And also, uh, you know, he's not very muscly, but he certainly is more intimidating than than Clara can be. So if they have to throw someone out or whatever, that, that tends to fall to him. You know, so he's always experimenting with, with cocktails and things, which compared you know, normally I think people just drink like grog. And, you know, so I'm sure there's uh, some interesting concoctions happening there. And the uh, the other colorful character of this establishment is just a patron named Sarah Perez. She is a, a dealer in exotic animals. So deals deals in things well above her station. You know, things she could never afford. But, you know, so deals you know, interesting interesting exotic animals to the high, uh, high class citizenry, but herself is not, you know, not very high, not very high class herself. Just runs in those circles. 
Alright, so one of them's going to be involved in the Tengen one that's coming up, but let's talk about downtime activities. Normally, everyone gets two downtime activities, but y'all are currently at war with the Lamp Black, so you only get one. Uh, did anyone pick a downtime activity that makes sense? I'm probably going to pick stress relief myself, but I also have my new ability calculating that allows me to give myself or another crew member plus one downtime action. There you go. Nice. So, I mean, aside from my stress relief, depending on how good it works, you know, that's really all I need. So, you know, if somebody needs to do something, I can give you an extra action. Yeah, I think we've got some people that are hurt. Yep. Yeah, I think the only people that were hurt were Virgil and Sophia. Well, Iskra was hurt a little bit, wasn't she? I was, but I've managed to resolve that by spending right. way more money than it should ever have cost. Okay, so Tobias, why don't you go ahead and roll um, to indulge in your vice? Let's see how well you do with that. Alright, so make an attribute roll using your character's lowest attribute rating, which is prowess for myself. Make sure, so no bonus dice. You rolled a two and a four. That's right, so you'll clear four. Gotcha, okay. That's pretty good enough for me, as if you go too far, you overindulge, and that, that may be something I would do on a second action, so... Yep, I'll give whoever needs it a bonus action, bonus downtime action. And that leaves you with three stress, right? <clears throat> yep, uh, leaves me with three. So after a, you know, a mission well done... After, well, there was some gunfire went off, right? There was yeah, shots a little bit. Off. So it yeah, definitely a little bit. frazzled after that. So I immediately head over to the uh, boxing speakeasy <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, pound some flesh. Well, okay then. <laughs> right. You don't need to know what I do Sophia there. was going to pound some flesh too, but that's at the pleasure part. <laughs> 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 the one we just shot up. <laughs> uh, that one might be closed for a little while. Who wants to go next? Um, mine's pretty easy. I'm going to continue looking for my ectoplasmic barrel. Okay. So how how are you going about that this time? Uh, functionally or like in general? Uh, like uh, just describe it to me. Um, so I made some good progress last time. I filled up three of my four clock. I got some good leads from from asking, kind of listening into some guards about uh, along the perimeter fence that goes around the city that uh, has the uh, the energy field up. So I got some good leads. So I'm going to try and pursue one of those about maybe a, a potential warehouse that might have one of these barrels. All right. Why don't you go ahead and roll for that? Seems like it could be maybe prowl or a study. Yeah, we'll say prowl. Uh, Prowl is looking around, essentially, and sneaking, so. Okay, so I roll a five. Okay, uh, so that would give you two ticks in it, uh, but you only had one, so you definitely are able to find what you're looking for. Perfect. Uh, you overindulge, and you throw it into the river, <laughs> and you need to try again. All right, so I find my barrel... And uh, can I go ahead and take it to Satara? Uh, well, you didn't find the barrel. Uh, you found where you can go and get a barrel. Uh, 
which is going to be its own heist because you've located the secret warehouses where they store electroplasm uh, off of the Leviathan Hunter ships uh, in the docks. Uh, this is a warehouse owned by Lord Strangford. Okay, I'm going to write that down. Uh, okay, let's go to Sophia then. I just, at least I would like to heal. So if uh, a resident uh, mend, I was going to say mend thief, that's not a word that makes any sense. If a <laughs> resident healing person would, would make a healing roll for me, that would swell. And you get a plus one to that tinker roll. Uh, anyone rolling dice also remember that you get a point of moxie at the beginning of downtime. Alright, so that's four. So that's two segments on uh, your healing clock. Uh, I do believe that there's still one more downtime activity floating around, though. Right? If somebody else was hurt, too. I mean, I'll... If no one wants it, I'll take it to try to finish healing. I don't like being injured. But if somebody else has a better need for it, they should take it. I, it looks like Iskra's all the way healed. And Cliff. Y'all are okay on stress? I mean, I'm about oh, half up. Yeah, I've got four. Don't, don't ask Virgil about his stress. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to talk about it, man. And I don't want to overindulge, so I'll be fine. Now, if I could take two stress to do another downtime activity, then I would. I mean, like, Cliff can give someone else a downtime activity. If, uh, if nobody wants it, I will. I can continue to work on my relationship with Jaren, which is a personal clock I was doing. I mean, the only thing I could think of is, like, I could do some training, or, I mean, I'm currently toasted. Jeremy, will that just resolve itself eventually, or do I have to get treatment for that? you have to take a downtime activity to do something about. Okay. I mean, I'd like to not be toasted, I guess, but it's not a priority for me. Is that a level one? It's a level one, so I have less effect. Um, I've got a black eye, too. Yeah, I didn't even yeah Cliff has level one. Yeah, I mean, use it on yourself before yeah. you use it on me. For Okay. So. Can we spend for another activity? I mean, you can. It's one coin or one rep. I'll probably Y'all currently do... have a lot of reps, so I'm gonna spend a coin and heal again. So I don't want to. I don't want to have less effect. It's not good for me. Uh, so someone else should take the. Uh... So if you could roll another heal roll for me, that'd be great. Yeah, I'll I'll spend a coin to heal as well. There you go. Nice. Deb, they roll one for me too, please. Oh, nice. So she rolled a 363 three for me, so the six succeeds, I guess. Six so is I'm... three segments. And then a 522, two, which is not as good. A five is two segments. So I filled up my progress clock so I can I can exit that out and remove toasted. Is that right, Jeremy? That's correct. Clear it. Alright. Take take away your toasted. Thank you, Iskra. You are welcome. So Cliff still has his perpetual black eye. Well, I will. We'll say we'll role play. Say that the calculating is we all kind of you know, get together and just have a clinic day, a clinic <laughs> afternoon. We, we all just kind of sit there and and Iskra works at us in rapid succession, all together makes it makes it work. All right, so okay. Iskra, give me one more physical roll. All right. Bloop. Oh no! <laughs> Shit! I'm sorry. I'm tired. Okay, I've been so working that's all day. Just one segment. 
Black you should put that role one of us. <laughs> Not something you can just kind of fix overnight. He plays himself, and that's it. Uh, so after this healing day, Sophia, you were on your way to meet Clara at the tavern when you see Billy Wester stumbling uh, through uh, the street. William Weston? Hmm? William Billy Weston? It looks like... Uh, it looks like someone might be chasing him. Uh, he keeps looking behind them and, like, ducking behind people. Uh, it definitely looks like he's a man on the run. I'll just, like, bu- I'll just bump into him and very quickly be like, "What? Well, uh, uh, great, great to see you. Uh, While oh. looking over his shoulder. Uh, S- Sophia, uh, it's, it's good to see you. Hey, listen, the blue coats are looking for you. We knew that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, they just stormed into the old Smoky, and they dragged Clara out. Are they after you, or were you coming to find me? Uh, I mean, I was trying to get away. They were kind of rounding everyone up to ask questions. I'm glad I found you, though. That way, I could let you know before they you got there. It, it seems like they're having one of their question action sessions. What this means is that. Now that Clara's been picked up, you can either let the blue coats do what they're going to do, and she's going to give you, you know, talk, or you can, like, try to pay bail, which is going to be one coin to break them out. It's only one coin. I'll just pay then. Didn't we get a bunch of coin? There's a few in our um, in our stash. There, I thought we got a bunch of coin from the last job. Not yet. Oh, is that the problem? We haven't, we haven't got it yet? No. Pay the one to bail her out. Yeah. You push the coin into Billy's hands, and you watch from a safe distance as he's able to get uh, Clara and some of the other people from the old Smokey out. And she kind of, you know, catches your eye and flashes you a grin and nods. She's very thankful that she didn't have to go through that question session. Tabitha, did you decide which formula you wanted to know? Yeah, I'm just going to train. What are you training? Uh, I'm going to train in prowess. Uh, You're able to get two check marks since Moxie specializes in prowess. All right. That puts me up one more. uh, So I get another dot. I'm going to put that in wreck so I can wreck shit better. And that's it. Excellent. Cool deal. All right, so that's it for downtime activities and the entanglements. So while you've been spending this downtime, y'all had heard talk about how the Lamp Blacks were trying to find where y'all hide out at. If someone will just uh, roll like uh, 2d6 for me, I'm going to make a clock to see how well they're doing a 6. All right. Uh, so, normally, if someone's trying to find where you're at, they just kind of know where it is. Uh, but since y'all have uh, a hidden layer, that's not the case. So, we're going to make this a 8 clock since you rolled that 6. And they've made two check marks in it. So yeah, y'all are pretty well hidden from them, but they are looking for ya. Uh, Y'all haven't really heard much from the Red Sashes. 
you do get a knock at the door of the law offices. A small grimy orphan, Tad Taylor, regularly used as a courier in Charter Hall, pushes an envelope sealed with Fitz's symbol inside. There's a short letter. My dearest Moxie, I assume your investigation is going well? Lissa of the Crows sent a messenger to me, asking for me to arrange a meeting with you. I trust she has information on Rorick's death. Please attend to her post-haste at the Crow's Nest, and please make sure to stick to the marked path while inside. From Fitz. Alright, so we're getting invited to go to the Crow's Nest. Yep, it's like a central location in Crow's Foot where the crows hang out. Right. Now, last time, uh, Yell had gone to see Fitz and had met with Karth Oris there. He was the one that had offered y'all the job for 20 coin to find out who had killed Rorik. You were going to get like five coin for that, and you were going to get the rest once his murder had been dealt with. I believe that's right. But like... Last time, we deposed, essentially, the leader of the Crows, right? Lysa? Yeah, because you wanted to frame Bazo Baz for Rorik's murder. Right. Rorik said that he'd be happy to do that if we dealt with the actual murder, who was Lysa. And she was currently re- leading the Crows and was Rorik's former right-hand woman. Right. So y'all went, y'all found her, you watched while Rorik took over her body, and now you got a letter from Fitz saying that Lissa sent a messenger saying that she wanted to meet you guys. I think we probably want to head over there. Well, we want to get paid, so let's go check it out. Yep. All right. Well, the crow's nest dominates crow's foot, easily the tallest building in the district, made of a strange black stone that has not worn with time. Local legend speaks of how the crow's nest wasn't built, but rather that it had fallen from the heavens soon after the sun had shattered. Looking at it, you can easily see why someone would give it such extraordinary provenance. That Stygian stone seemed to be one solid block, the surface a myriad of facets that both drank in and reflected light. This tower had attracted a variety of inhabitants over the long centuries of occupation, but its current owners is the crows. Inside the crow's nest, the architecture is something out of a mathematician's nightmare. The tower seems turned upside down. The central spiral ramp that leads to the top floors of the tower has stairs etched into the underside. Strange visual illusions make the towers seem bigger on the inside, with fellow travelers seemingly far ahead when they are only a few paces. The air seems to shimmer and distort within, leading to the disorienting nature of the place. Dark passageways yawn, offering entrance deeper into the tower. But only the climb up has been marked as safe, with a bright red rope leading from the entrance at the base of the tower to the top. The climb to the top seems to take an eternity in the moment, but far too short to have taken you to the top of the tower upon recollection. 
when you exit the central spiral ramp to the top of the tower, it is as if a fog has cleared your head. The strange quality of the air seems to have lessened here. As you observe your surroundings, you notice some strange sights. The center of the flat ceiling boasts a strange metallic orb, slowly turning and reflecting clearly everything in the room, surrounded by small pillars or dioceses made of the strange stone. Directly underneath this sphere is a well-crafted scale model of crow's foot. Several different tokens are dispersed throughout the district, seemingly representing the forces of the different gangs' blue coat patrols and other inscrutable items of interest for the crows. It does not look like it has been updated since the beginning of the Lamp Black Red Sashes War. The room itself is quite large, with several doorways linked to other chambers beyond this central area. Strangely, the floor of this level is wooden, rather than the stone that you have seen throughout the tower. A man is there scowling at the district model, wearing a dark gray greatcoat, matching breeches, a bushy beard, and two pistols strapped to his hips is Bell, second in command to Lissa. He looks up from the map when he sees you. Ah, uh, there you are. Come with me. He's going to walk right past you guys, back down that ramp you just came up. All right. He doesn't take y'all all the way down to the bottom. Just a little ways down, he turns off into one of the side corridors. These corridors are really weird because they're not flat on the bottom. They're kind of sloping to either side, like a ditch or a culvert, but they're flat on top. This particular passage leads very shortly to what looks like a giant bank safe. Uh, like one of those, you know, it's got the big spoky wheel made of hard, heavy steel. You're not even sure how they would have gotten it all the way up here. Bell says, oh, if if you'll turn around, please, the, the code for this is secret. <laughs> and uh, y'all hear some clicking and clacking as he spins the knobs to the correct codes. There's a big winding, you know, creaking noise as this thing swings open. And you see that it leads to another safe of the same sort. And as y'all go into that room, he closes the first one, locks it, and then unlo starts unlocking the next one. When when we go past when we go past him, I'll I'll say four twenty three thirty seven. See if he see if I see if I got it right. And then assuming I don't, uh, I'll I'll be like, well, it was a good guess. <laughs> he just kind of like raises an eyebrow and shakes his head and says. Mm. Yeah, you might have the boss's favor right now, but you better watch out. Um, so after going through the same rigmarole with the next safe, he swings that one open, and inside you see a finely appointed bedchamber. There is a very nice bed with banisters and a canopy overhead. There's a writing desk, some very nice 
plush rugs on the floor. Inside, you see Lissa sitting on the couch. And when she uh, sees you guys and stands up, she marches over to Belle and just starts yelling. When are you going to let me out of here? I, you gotta, this thing, you can't let it keep doing this to me. Belle, like, looks around and s- starts looking a little worriedly at this. <laughs> what what seems to be the trouble? Lissa, like, looks past Belle and sees Sophia and runs at you and says, It's your fault. You set me up for this. It looks like she's about to slap you. Or stab you. Uh, yeah, I don't want to get slapped. So I will ask her to calmly explain what the problem appears to be. Because telling a woman well, to calm down always yeah, works exactly. really well. <laughs> no, no, you know, but, honey, calm down. Women love that. <laughs> Especially when you snap at them. Honey, honey, <laughs> calm down. No, uh, I'll take a, like a half step back and you know, ask her what appears to be the problem. What's the problem? We're fine when we last last talked to you, yeah. No, <laughs> this is not fine. At that moment, uh, Rorik's ghost phases through the walls. Thank you for joining me, he says. Well, that, that, you know what? That ex- that explains it. Yeah. <laughs> why don't uh, why don't you all guys? Make your rolls for seeing a ghost. We already saw this ghost. We have seen this ghost. It does seem kind of silly to be scared of the same ghost. I purchased a special ability, so I am not supernaturally terrified by ghosts anymore. That's true. All right, so everyone else can roll, though. I high-five Rorik. (laughs) I say we should at least get a bonus die for having knowing this ghost. Yeah, I can can go with that. Y'all can all get a bonus die, because... You came here expecting that you would probably see a ghost. Although you were expecting a ghost in human form. So it looks like Sophia's gonna take one stress. Iskra's gonna take one stress. And Cliff ain't afraid of no ghost. I knew what was coming. I was more scared by the way it sounded. It didn't sound like that last time. Damn, we're working to hook us up with some audacity filters. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you responding to my summons. Please just wait a moment. Hold her there for me, if you will. Uh, And his ghost starts floating towards Sophia. Uh, She starts screaming and her eyes go wide. Lysa, you mean? Yeah, Lysa. That makes more sense. We need to settle on a pronunciation for her name. It's, It's Alyssa. Wait, now it's Alyssa. You can't keep adding letters. <laughs> Her name is actually pronounced Grant. All of the letters are silent. Yeah. You got it. You <laughs> solved my name puzzle. It's just, ah. Uh... <laughs> ah. Well, that's what she's saying as this ghost floats towards her. All right. Yeah, I'm going to help hold Lissa, I guess. Yeah. One thing that Sophia noticed is, you know, it's been a couple of days since this happened, uh, and Lissa does not look as healthy as she did when you last saw her. She's starting to look a little pale, uh, her cheeks are a little bit sunken, and 
as you're holding her in place, Virgil, uh, like she's struggling against you, but kind of ineffectively and weakly. Then Rorik's ghost merges in with her, finishes possessing her. It doesn't take nearly as long as it did the last time. And uh, after standing up and brushing himself off a moment, he says, Ah, ah sorry, I didn't expect you to uh, show up so soon. Thank you. So what's good? Boss says jump, we say all the way to the top of the tower and then back down a little bit again. Couldn't have met us at the entryway of this hallway. Uh, you'll you'll understand that a man of my stature stays constantly busy. Please come. Let's uh let's go back up top. There is uh, there's business. Yeah, well, I, I need to get my steps in today. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing that the trip only feels long when you're taking it. So back up top, Lissa is surveying the scale model of Crowsfoot, and she said, um, also, uh, while you're here and around my men, make sure to refer to me as Lissa. We're still rooting out potential traitors that helped her with her hostile takeover that you so gratefully helped to thwart. Thank you very much. Oh, did you, I tell y'all y'all gained rank with the crows, by the way? Because y'all gain rank with the crows. Yeah. Plus one with the crow. Actually, I'm going to say that you're at plus two since you also paid them off. So they're pretty, pretty happy with you guys right now. Especially Rorik. He'd better be. I was able to get a message out to a blue coat informant. And uh, I'm sure you'll be happy to know that they took my information about Rorik's death into consideration. But unfortunately, without a body, they're having a hard time proving that there is an actual murder. So a missing body is the problem. Yes. The spirit wardens have said that they have not found the body, and they have not released the spirit. <laughs> For obvious reasons, I think. Maybe if you were able to find my body, we might be able to uh, convince them a little bit more strongly of Bazobaz's guilt. Alright, I bet Eckerd knows where it is. Well, he was the last person that you saw with Rorik's body, so that'd be a good safe bet. Hmm. Well, do we have any insight as to where he hangs out? Well, Eckerd was one of Iskra's... He was your friend? Isn't that right? Well, he was my friend for like 23 seconds until you decided I don't get to have friends in this game. Where are your friends? Are you? I give you a high five. I duck. <laughs> Well, he pushes away you, that's why you don't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone have anything they want to talk to Rorik about while they got him up here? What's it like? What's what like? I'm just dying to know. What is death like? Does it hurt? <sighs> well, I mean, the first part hurt. Yeah, for sure. makes sense. When Lissa, you know, and he draws a finger across his neck and goes... <laughs> yeah, that was... 
that wasn't great. You know, you would think after something like that that you would, you know, that'd be it. But no, like, she pushed me into the canal, and there was the cold water, and I'm drowning and bleeding out, and it's just not great. And then after that, I was in that real dark place, and he kind of looks at Virgil in a really weird way. I was there for a lot longer than I probably should have been. Hey, I had other things on my priority list. I lost my vice purveyor. Lot, lots of things going on. Yeah, that's going to go over well. You got all the time in the world. You're dead. Yeah, in terms of things that actually matter to us as a, as a group, what's the, what's the plan for the Lamp Blacks? They are a uh, thorn in our side. Well, Bazo Baz and I haven't been the greatest of friends, and... They and the Red Sashes have been at each other's throats for years now, both encroaching on each other's territory, fighting back and forth, perhaps having just one vice purveyor for the drug dance in Crowsfoot might, uh, might give us all some peace. Uh, it would definitely let me sleep a little easier. Well, I guess I don't sleep anymore, do I? Time to d- take care of all sorts of things. Yeah. Yeah, because um, monopolies are notoriously peaceful. Anyways. It seems to me that you and the Red Sashes pretty much have that situation in hand. But the Lamp Blacks, from what I understand, you you must understand that I'm only recently back in the game, but the people I've been talking to have said that the Lamp Blacks are teetering at the edge Perhaps just a strong gust of wind will be all that it takes to put them out of all of our miseries. So I say, Rory, you know, we're all noticing Lysa's not looking too good. I'm not sure she's going to last so long as a host here. It's not very hard to find a body in this city when this one wears out. Jump into another one. Maybe you'll make a name for yourself as the first, uh, you know, the, the crow with many faces or something along those lines. Whole new niche. Well, I think Lissa's getting her just desserts for what she did to me. I would love to document the changes going on with her physical form as this goes on. Could I take some notes? I don't see why not. I have to leave her body from time to time. You know, when when you think she's just about to run out, you could drop her into a canal. No, 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 bring her to me! (laughs) Canal, so wasteful. It's only, but it's, it's so poetic. I mean, it would be poetic, so... You know, there's that, but so much more beneficial if you let me study her. Tell me, Iskra, you never fished a body out of a canal? Of course I fished a body out of a canal, I'm just lazy. I'd rather not. Between you, me, and the wall, I'm actually trying to just push her spirit right out of this body. But we'll see. We'll see if I can handle that or not. I have perfect faith in myself, though. That's so cool. Alright, Iskra's gonna take notes and, um, like, gently poke him. A couple of times. Let's go find this body. All right. If you're trying to find Eckerd, why don't you guys... No, you just say how you want to gather information, and then we decide on a die roll. Uh, I mean, I think I'm probably going to go down to some of the um, places where we used to hang out or meet. Uh, I'm sure we had a regular meeting place where we might gather to talk about our mutual interests. So I will go down there and ask if anybody's seen him. I'm going to help you with that. You think that could be study, Jeremy? Um, yeah, I think study could work for that. Fuck. 
talk. I'm not observant at all. I get there and I get really distracted. I'm gonna say that with a like, I'm not gonna stop you from finding him. You're not gonna get as much information as you could have, but you're definitely able to locate Eckerd. Okay, I'm gonna go talk to him. So where do you find him at? So remind me why we're not friends anymore. You got involved with the uh, Red Sash and Lamp Black War, and he didn't really want to get involved in all of that and started working with Flint instead. Gotcha. And then uh, someone hit Flint with a bunch of lightning. Someone. And he paddled away. Is he out of the hospital yet, Flint? He's dead. You haven't heard anything. He's out of the morgue. <laughs> I'm going to say that I find Eckerd at one of the skeezier dive bars in the vicinity. Okay. He's just sitting there having a brew. Yeah, he's sitting in one of the darker corners, uh, but you know that this is one of his favorite haunts, so you're able to find them pretty easily. And he says, Ugh, Iskra, I haven't seen you in feels like it's been ages. That's because you've been avoiding me, Eckerd, because you're a coward. Well, listen, I don't... You're involved in things that just, you know, I'm here to make a pretty penny just fishing these bodies out of the canals. I, I stepped a little bit into that nasty war of yours, and uh, that that was not for me. No. Eck. Buddy. Can I call you Eck? I'm doing it anyways. I, I, yeah, okay. <laughs> you, you, you misunderstand me. I'm not saying, Eckerd, you're a coward because I'm trying to insult you. It's just an observation. I know what you are and it's fine. I just need a little bit of information from you. And then you can go on drinking your beer in the dark. What do you want to know? You handled a corpse that you did not give to me. I mean, I do that a lot. I know. You're not the only person in the body business. That's okay. I'm not hurt much. But this particular body is of deep and great interest to me, and I'm not asking you to go get it yourself. Just tell me where it is. Can you do that? Yeah. Rorick. Yeah? What? I see your face. You sure it's not a different body you want to know? very sure, Eckerd. Uh, Ecky baby. I... Listen, I I don't know why you I can get you a different body. What like what kind of, is it what is it about Rorik's body do you want? Do because it's cuz he's a big muscular man and that's the sort of thing you like to get your elbows in or <laughs> cuz I got plenty of those and I'm more than happy to get you a big muscular man like you know, we go way back. You and me way back. You know, we haven't seen eye to eye always, but I'll, you know what? I'll get you. I think I got one in the back right now. Here, come on. Let's uh, let's, sit. Let, let's Eck- go get Eckard, you that Eckard, body. Eckard, sit down. Sit. Do you want me to poison you again, Eckard? Is that it? Is that what you like, Eckard? Because I can do that. <laughs> well, I, I don't understand why you did it to begin with. Listen, there's just a dearth of willing participants in this city. So I sometimes have to make do with unwilling participants in my studies. Why are we friends? Why are we friends? You know you love me, Eckerd. Listen, it has to be Rorik's body. I'm not going to say no to any fresh meat you may have lying around. 
you know, I would love to repair this relationship, Eckerd, but the biggest thing you can do, Eckerd, is tell me where Rorik's body is. That, that body is like a week old I at know. least now. I know. It's going to be really good. And gooey. it was waterlogged when I found I it. I know. Have the eyes popped out yet? <gasps> I don't even want to know. Okay, darn. Where is it? Just a location. Okay. The thing is, is that I took that body. Uh-huh. And I gave it to some people. And who are those people? I, who are they, Eckerd? Uh, it's the Circle of Flame. Have you heard of them? Those weirdos that are looking for body parts Are we everywhere? really ones to judge, Eckerd? Come on. Uh, listen, these are some really creepy people. And, you know, like, they paid well. They... We're happy to have the body. I don't know why they needed that particular body, or if it was that particular body, but they wanted that sort of body. And I didn't know it was Rorik until I fished him out. And Flint said something, and then someone attacked Flint, and I was out of there. Didn't want nothing else to do with that. You know, I cannot blame you. Got the body person responsible for that has killed a lot of people. You probably did the right thing. <laughs> but, uh, listen, it's a circle of flame. Don't mess with them. I, I've heard lots of bad stuff about them. Well, I'm definitely you know, going to mess with them. Thank you for the warning. Okay, well, Is there anything I'll you be there for your me? funeral when I fish you out of the canal. Oh, I don't expect to have a funeral. Eckerd, if you can't make a profit off of my body, then why bother? Anything you can tell me about them, their lair, what kind of guards they have? I, I mean, I just met them underneath one of the bridges. They Which gave me my coin. I gave them their bonnie. Which bridge? They were really creepy. Which bridge? They all spoke at the same time, the same things. Okay, that is creepy. Very weird. Very weird. Yeah. And I, I was out. I was done. You know, Flint was my contact, and with him... Uh, the picture, I, I was fine just going back to the normal body business. Yeah, I can understand that. Well, thank you very much for your help. Is there any way I can give him less than a month's salary? Um, just slip him a little bit of money, but not... I mean, you can say that you do. Okay. I'm going to slip him a couple of coins and promise that I haven't already poisoned him today. Okay. And tell him to look me up if he's got... I'll loose... say if you want to slip him a whole coin, it'll repair your relationship. Um, yeah, okay. Okay. So, uh, in, in the chat, Kevin brought up a good point. <laughs> I remember at the end of last segment, you quoted to us a, uh, a payoff um, the advice directly from the book, which you appear now to be disregarding whole, wholeheartedly. <laughs> uh so i'm i'm not disregarding it wholeheartedly uh because when you go find uh fits you are gonna get the first part of that reward but uh, you won't get the whole payout just yet I mean, as long as uh get the next bit of the payout in some reasonable fashion because yeah. we don't we don't give a shit about the coins our the whole point of that operation was heat and you would think that the uh, person with direct evidence of the murder would at least lower our heat somewhat. Um, well, uh, to do that, y'all are going to have to take care of Bazo. So. 
that's the long-term play. All right, let's go to the Circle of Flame. Eckerd is now my friend again, whether he likes it or not. Do any of y'all remember the Circle of Flame from the pre-show stuff? Not even a little bit. No, that was before you people were nice to me. We kind of muscled in on their territory. We were interfering with them. Yeah, y'all had uh, done a job else. for Fitz to get that eye that he has floating behind this desk, and they tried to take it from him, and y'all stopped them. Is that Does that give you an entirely separate heist, or is this something we can do in this weird pseudo downtime action you invented for us? Like, I think that if y'all want to go get his body that would have to be a heist but you'd still need to figure out even where they're at or how to approach them because you didn't get any of that from that or if you wanted to just go straight for bazo y'all might be able to plant some sort of evidence rather bazo killed rorik we've already been told that only a body will suffice if there was other evidence we could plant it we would have done it already Right now, there's just the witness testimony. If for some reason you could get him to confess to it, that would definitely get him behind bars. I don't think there's a manipulation good enough in the world that can make him, A, like us enough to want to help us, and B, confess to somebody else's murder? Yeah, I can't see him doing willingly, and I'm getting a little lost in these tangled webs we're weaving. (laughs) <laughs> so the whole point was to get rid of heat by making Bazo take the fall. Right. We had an opportunity to do that because we were given a job to try to find Rorik's killer. So we decided to blame that on Bazo for the sake of getting our heat. Turns out that uh, Lissa is the actual killer. So our goal with the last session was to use Rorik to possess, to possess Lissa to pin the blame on Bazo in spirit form. But it turns out we can't do that because the spirit wardens need Rorik's actual body. So now we're going to go find his body. So I'm, I'm, I'm correct so far in, in what I'm following. So yes, now right. we need to, we, we can't really pin it exactly. We can't fabricate it from where we're at now because the spirit wardens will find the truth. So they need the body. It sounds like we need the body to actually free Rorik. I think he's pretty fucking happy doing what he's doing. I wouldn't see the body. Yeah, I don't think he wants to be freed necessarily. But we need the Rorik's body to do this. So now Rorik's body is being held by a circle of flames. So now we need to do a whole other operation while Rorik is possessing Lissa's rapidly de- decomposing body. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, while that's going on. Meanwhile, we have Cartharis. The origin of this entire operation is kind of waiting. With the rest of our his thumbs. <laughs> waiting I for mean, us to do this. Yeah, if you... If all y'all wants the money, you have all of the pieces for that. Yeah. Because But if we just, just have get to... the money, then the heat's not going to go down. Which we also want. Uh, well, we could just skip that part and blame it on this, uh... If we'll if we do um, get his body, then it will obviously have been murdered. I mean, a cutthroat is a cutthroat regardless of how much it's decomposed. Yeah, definitely. So if we have that witness testimony plus a body with its throat cut, I think that would be pretty damning. Well, sorry, okay. So okay. we can do both, though, because the, the Fitz job was find out who murdered Rorik 
and deal with them. We've done both of those things. Okay, so we can go get our 20 coin or whatever it was going to be. We can maybe parlay some of that coin into information about where the body is. Go find get the body and then use that to get the lot level off us. That's true. Hell, for 20 coin, we could probably just pay someone to go to jail for it. <laughs> just put somebody up as a fall <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like, can't we just like hire like an urchin and be like, here's five coin, go to jail for us? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Just stand him I up. mean, let's face it. All it takes is a confession. Well, let's go get a 20 coin first. Y'all are gonna go tell Fitz about the sit- whole situation with Rorik and Lissa. Yeah, we want a 20 coin. We can. Okay. What are our options? We do that. We go to the Circle of Flame. We, we had the do... intel on them. That's the problem. Alternately, but, another heist we could do is just go get that barrel of stuff so that John's character right. can literally ever get rid of stress. Because <laughs> that's kind of a weight. Yeah, I, I just want to know, like, what are... We've talked about some stuff, and thanks, Toby, for doing the summary. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, what are what are our options for things? I mean, also, like, we probably can't do too, too much more tonight. The masterpiece would have been to pin all this on Bazo. But I think this is becoming harder and harder to actually accomplish. So while we run up this 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 you know this this master plan, we're ignoring things like your barrel that you need, and that's <laughs> a resource. Bucket. Your your stress is I mean that's stress is a resource for everybody. So if that is a problem, then that's going to be a continued problem if we do more difficult heist. You know we're we're running the clock out on a bunch of things while we've got a war going the landbacks. You know, right. Pinning Basil would I mean, in the war, yeah. probably. True. I just wish there were an easier way than having to get this body and stir up more shit with the Circle of Flame. Like, sure, the Spirit Wardens would know, but can we pay off some of these people? Like, you know, just kind of spitballing here. Can we um, fabricate that some Eckert way? did say he probably has a fresh, muscular body there in the back. If we want to fake him, I could probably at least try. Yeah, what's the? I mean, I guess I'm just kind of speaking to the lore master, you know, Jeremy there, or maybe even uh, Virgil, who kind of messes with this stuff. Like, what's what's the probability? What are our options as far as fabricating the situation? If you found the body that looked like Rorik and made it look like he had been killed, I mean, I'm sure at I least mean, some of these bodies have died violently. Well, I mean, this is just false. I'm sure murders are not difficult to come by. <laughs> One of the problems would be that Rorik's not, like, a celebrity, but he was pretty well known in the area. Right. Well, but if we could get one that's a couple of, you know, maybe a week along, it's starting to break down a little bit. Obviously yeah, I mean, died violently, we can mess the but face fits up. the body type. I bet if you tinkered with the body, you could make it look yes. like Rorik. I'm gonna do it. Lissa has a vet's interest in helping us, so... I would imagine that the, like, if we drag in a headless corpse and we get the second in command of the crows to be like, yes, that's poor Rorik. I knew him well. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yes. I like that. And look how, see how it's got, you know, Bazo Bass's signature knife wound in the back and like, you know. Identifying the red scars. Were here carved, carved into his chest. Like, I, since it's going to be Rorik inside of. Uh, Lysa would be like, yep, yep, that, you know, giant penis, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, the, the real question there is, so we, we can do the body, no problem. 
but the people for whom it matters, like they're going to be speaking to Rorik's uh, spirit, Rorik the ghost. And Rorik the ghost is absolutely going to tell them, yes, I saw the face and it was Mr. Baz who murdered me. But yeah. I wonder if there going to be, uh, I ask, is there going to be like a trial or something? But I'm the lawyer, so <laughs> I why, would know that. Why would they need to? I don't think they would. With Lissa's testimony and with a body, that would be enough for the Lamp Blacks to try to go arrest Bazo for the crime of killing Rorik. The Lamp Blacks? The blue coats. The, 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 the blue coats. Sorry. Too many colors. <laughs> so, so also, just to make sure I'm also on the same page, when we say Lissa, you mean Rorik, right? Yes. Okay, they're so. the, yeah. Practically I'm, the like, same to person. everyone else, she is still Lissa, but to you guys and Belle, she is Rorik. Just to make sure our story is straight, why would Lissa sell out? Lissa Rorik? Like, what's the... To, to an outside I, perspective, what's the story she's not, she's we're not making? She's not selling out Rorik, she's selling out Bazo. <laughs> because <laughs> Bazo killed her boss. No, what I mean, like, right. from the outside, looking from the outside in, if we're, you know, somebody new, fresh, and looking at this case, what do we see Lissa having to gain from this? Like, unless she's I mean, trying she to... She brings her boss's killer to justice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because her betrayal was not super well known. We didn't know what was going on. There's no reason to assume anybody yeah, exactly. else did. Okay. And if anyone did, that could always just be a that was just shade the lamp box are throwing down to throw throw things off the trail. Yeah. Obviously, you have the second in command, who's now the first in command, and the old third in command is now second in command on <laughs> testifying on the same side. Like, yes, that's Rorik. Yes, it was Bazo who did it. We all saw it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we're okay. I like this plan. That still lets us get our 20 coin. We just tell Fitz's contact that it was, we give him the same story, that it was Bazo. Yeah. So what story are you giving Fitz? Same. You're giving him that story, or are you giving him the truth? Well, I don't him, think we can trust them with the truth. Give him that story. Why make it complicated? Yeah, so, so yeah, so we give him the story, the same story that everyone else gets, which is yeah. now the truth. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I don't think we should. If if you give him that story then you're not going to get the whole 20 coins until Bazo is brought to justice. Yeah, that's fair. That's fine. So you'd only get five coins for figuring out the mystery. Now, if you told them the whole truth and had Lissororic come and prove it, you'd get the whole 20 coins. It's not worth involving Rorik in that side scandal. We don't even know if we can trust that well-dressed prick. I, don't I mean, you don't even know why they are even interested in what happened to Yeah, so it's just, we'll take the five coin now and we'll get the 15 coin later. Yeah. I mean, okay. we want Bazo in jail anyways, so it's not exactly against our interests to bring him to justice, as it were. Yeah. So you go to Fitz, you tell Fitz that story, and he nods his head solemnly and says, it's a sad tale, these gang wars that are uh, going on in, throughout our fine city. Hopefully, one day, the light of the immortal emperor will uh, shine upon this city and lift us out of this darkness that the uh, shattered sun has cast. But that's besides the point. Here is your coinage for the information. I will pass the results to Karth Oris and his masters. Uh, who are his masters again? 
the hive. Uh, a cartel, basically, a merchant cartel. Just for an order of record, I'm gonna take one of. I'm gonna take the extra coin because I, we had to. I had to pay off uh, Bus Clyra out of jail, and that's a really a, more of a gang expense. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Right. Okay. I have the coin. Uh, so that means everyone gets a coin, but Sophia gets two. Uh, I'd, I'd say using your newly reunited contact of Eckerd, you're, you'd be able to pretty easily get a hold of a Rorik-shaped body. He did j- directly offer Iskra one, so... Yeah, he did. So, Iskra, why don't you make a controlled tinker roll? Uh, I'll give you an extra die because of your workshop. Alright. I am also going to give you another dice for foresight. There we go. Nice. We're going to uh, make sure you have peace and quiet in your laboratory. I'm going to get everyone out of the building. What's the effect, Jeremy? It's going to be standard effect. All right. All right, Boom. that's decent. Four, five, four, five. Pretty good. I just cut the head off. Help! <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm done. <laughs> no, I I fix it up. I try to make it look as much like Rorik as I reasonably can. And, uh, Eckerd did yeah. bring me one that had been visibly murdered instead of just one that, you know, died or whatever. Okay. Y'all get with Rorik Lissa and are able to cart this body to a blue coat station in Crowsfoot. And she parades it in front of them and says, look, this is... My poor, poor boss, Rorik. I worked with him many years, and he was murdered by that foul Bazobaz. But I have risen above the petty gang wars that have brought Crow's Foot to its knees, and am seeking blue coat justice. Justice of the law. Rorik's being pretty, uh... Ham-fisted with his acting, for sure. Cops but, love that, though. They do. Yep. It's, uh... I, I think that's gonna work. So, yeah, the blue coats are now on the lookout for Bazo Baz. They're probably gonna be raiding the uh, Lamp Black's headquarters here in a day or two. I don't know if y'all want to be involved in that or not. It'll probably raise our heat by, like, 30, so... <laughs> Probably not. Do we get to drop our wanted level? Once that operation succeeds, yes. I'll have to roll to see whether or not the blue coats can take out the lamp blacks. Gotcha. Uh, as you're congratulating yourselves in the old smoky for a job well done, Clyra is passing some grog out. Billy Weston is passing around some of his uh, newly designed cocktails. What What's a good name for a cocktail, Sylvia, that Billy's handed you? I think in honor of our fallen friend, we should call this... I think I feel like Mr. Weston would often solicit names from, from, from folks around. This is, uh, this is called the Canal Dunk. <laughs> and it's the like, Canal Dunk. <laughs> it's, really, it's, it's, all, it's really dark. In one of those later drinks, before you take it, you drop a shot into it, and it, it makes like a, a little red stain on the top. <laughs> All right, I, I like love it. it. And Cliff, you notice as Sophia knocks back one of these canal dunks, Mylara 
uh, come into the All Smoky. My Lyric Love, as you'll remember, is the leader of the Red Sashes. Yep. And she's not looking very happy. Well, you're, they're winning the war. The final mission for her to, to, for her to come over and now ask the, uh, what, Ky- uh, Kylera, the barkeep, to... Clara. Clara, yeah. Clara. So, my Lara. So, we have my Lara, Kyra, and not Lysa, Lissa. All right. So, I'll, uh, I'll motion for, uh, for, for Clara to pour another brew and get my Lara over. They should consider teaming up with the, uh, Bluecoats just briefly. Take out their enemy. My Lara, what's the, what's the matter? What seems to be troubling you? Well, I don't know if you heard, but. The blue coats are gonna be elbowing their way into this war and trying to take all of the glory, taking out the lamp blacks after our hard work. She like bangs on the table. Do you know how many of our people died in this war? And here they are gonna mop it up and say that, oh look at us, the blue coats are really earning our tax dollars. Why she do you care? Spits on the ground. That's what that's what the pigs do. You know, they can have their moment of the sun, and we work from the shadows. It's a, a point of honor for sure. And you know, I'll push her mug over to her. But at the end of the day, who really wins here? I mean, as long as you get them out of the way, does it really matter how it happens? <laughs> yes, it does. I'm not gonna let those pigs have the satisfaction. I came to let you know that I have a job for you. If you want to be on the triumphant side, just come and talk to me. Um. And then she'll take that grog and knock it all back in one go and wince when she stops because it's not not very good grog here. <laughs> she'll say, ugh, put it down. And unless any of you look like you want to talk to her, she's going to leave. Uh, what, do you, what exactly does that mean? It's very cryptic. Well, kind of like how things began. We're going to be taking them out. And if you want in on that action, utilizing your special skills, uh, I know that fewer of my people probably suffer at the end of their blades if you do. We have them on the ropes now. We can't just sit back and watch it happen. And you guys remember, last time we, we went with, with the Red's Ashes, you know, it worked out really well for us with all the, with the traitorous Scovlanders. Yeah, well, we got all those Scovlanders out of our ranks. We will consider it, I guess. We'll keep it, we'll keep it in mind, for sure. I, uh, <laughs> I would like for us to have a bit of a break, because we've been kind of running around, doing a lot of work for other people lately. <laughs> I kind of yeah. want to enjoy our, our success. We'll take it under advisement. There we go. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, let me to consider, guys, that you know, red sashes are our friends, but uh, we are our own independent thing. I don't want to get pushed around by Malera either. I mean, when Malera's not here to hear us talk about it, like I'd much rather be friends with the crows, who are like the region boss, than the red sashes, who are like a under gang. Like, yeah. we've kind of graduated from red sash territory. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and any kind of if we go if we have a big fight with the with the lamp blacks, it's just going to bring more heat. We're trying to avoid. So I would say yep. if, we're, if we if we take a think about planning for the next heist next session, I think getting the barrel of goo, you know, it'll be somewhere else, so it should be a little less heat for us. We can try to not fuck it up too badly, uh, and and we need it for one of ours, so that one of us can you know get rid of stress again. So I think that's the way to go. Let, let this stuff play out while we're doing that. 
Give us a yeah. alibi. But don't forget that if the Red Sashes attack, it might drive Bazo to ground, and then the Blue Coats might not be able to find them. And that's if the Red Sashes don't kill him. You wouldn't do that to us, Jeremy. Come yes, on. I mean, if, the, if the Red Sashes kill him, then the heat is, is not specifically directed at us. It's directed at all the fighting in general. So if, the, if a whole gang goes yeah. down, it's going to lower the level of heat in the, in the area. I guess that's Wait, true. Yeah. So if Bazo ate a bullet tomorrow, it would still drop heat. So now that, we, now that we pinned all the crimes on him, because the blue coats would be like, oh, well, he's dead, yeah. so we can... Actually, I think with that, y'all should go ahead and drop a level of heat. Uh, because you did successfully pin the heat on someone else. A wanted level or a level of heat? Because you can't drop any heat. Or, I'm sorry, not not level of heat, but a wanted, le- level, a yeah. wanted level. Okay, so we're at one wanted. So my vote, so Jeremy can set it up, is for the next heist to be... To get your barrel of, of ectoplasmic goo. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I certainly would be up for that. I'm currently at seven stress. So oh, that's it. Never mind. That'd be good. <laughs> yeah, it might. Yeah, I mean, I average like like at least two stress per encounter. So um, yeah. I know that that wasn't really a normal session. It was more of a a plot role playing session. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, we were, we're in between things, and I think that made sense to squeeze in here. There were a couple of things I wanted to tie together. I'm not going to tie up everyone's contacts. Iskra, Cliff, and uh, Sophia, all of your rivals have not shown up. The only rival who has shown up is Flint, and who knows what's going on with Flint. Atomized. I'm sure he's fine, kicking it somewhere. (laughs) We didn't really do a heist. I think that this is really just all going to be considered like extended downtime. So we'll be starting the next heist next time. And y'all are wanting to go for the barrel of goo first? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think that that we'd be up for that. Yeah. Okay. Okay.